What's Good Podcast. Are you ready? Your number one source. To all the keys in the industry. With Brianna Javon. It's the What's Good Podcast. Hey everyone, this is your girl Brianna Javon with What's Good Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for season two, and we are actually on episode number seven. Um, as you know, I don't have interviews, instead I have genuine conversations, so let's go ahead and get into it. Today for my episode, I do have two guests. I have Alicia and Josh McGee. How are you guys doing today? Good. Yeah, how are you? Good. Doing good. Thank you. Thank you. And so, um, if you guys have been listening, I always start off um, the interviews with icebreakers. So I have one for each of you guys. You no, know, some people get. Oh, I don't know. This is an interview, so this is just to calm down y'all's nerves. Okay. okay. <laughs> and so for Josh, I have for you. What is the first thing you think of when you wake up in the morning? Uh, praying, Lord. Yeah, just trying to make sure to kind of prepare my mind for today. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Rather I'm laying down or rather I'm standing up, the first thing I think of is say a little prayer, cover my family, my wife, mm-hmm. uh, my son. So nice. that's kind of the first thing. Okay, me too. That's good. Okay. And Alicia, what childish things do you do as an adult today? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like an adult child right now. <laughs> um, I would say one of the things that I do the most is like watching cartoons. Like that's just... It's not going anywhere. SpongeBob. Nice. My always has been. <laughs> I was like, SpongeBob is my dude. He always has been. But it's funny because, like, yeah, we used to go to the movies and stuff and, like, see the animated movies and have mm-hmm. no kids with us. They'd be like, what y'all do? Like, really? We're going, we going to see Incredibles by ourselves. Like, <laughs> <laughs> What's the most recent cartoon, either movie or just cartoon at home that you guys seen? Mm, what did at we home? just watch? Um, Probably... I know we watched probably we, we rewatched uh, uh, Ratatouille. I was say Zootopia and Ratatouille the other day. Okay, yeah, um, and I mean my son was half watching it, but we was watching yeah, it. Yeah, was it too. That was a hard question because it depends on what you know. We've watched a lot of them, so it's like, what did we watch last? Because we've watched a lot of them back to back. Like I said, Zootopia. Nice. Uh, we Dal- just rewatched uh, 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. Dalmatians. I haven't oh, seen that, but now it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I watch Disney Plus. Like, it's it's so bad. Yeah. Because they got all the classics. <laughs> but that's the bad thing. Like, we got it, but I didn't get it for my son. I got it for me. I was like, I'm about to watch this. I'm about to watch all the movies. <laughs> Disney did their thing on that one. Yeah. yeah. So, we're going to go ahead and get into the conversation. Let's start with you guys as a couple. How did you guys meet? Um. So... I'll tell my side, and then she can tell her side. It's always two sides, right? <laughs> so, um, I was in college. We had a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, actually, at the time, she was just someone I had met at the uh, in my dorm, and mm-hmm. so I would just kind of go to her room, and uh, we'd kind of hang out, and uh, I would actually be playing playing like ping pong in the lobby, mm-hmm. and so I would also perform around campus, like sing and play piano, things like that around campus. Mm-hmm. So. She said she saw me then, um, and then um, eventually when she was coming to see her friend in my dorm that I had just met also, mm-hmm. that she was kind of like, oh, that's that guy that uh, that um, I've been seeing around campus, and he's mine, supposedly. That's what she oh. said. Oh, you um, but I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know that. Uh, I mean, I guess I wasn't really focused on like that. I was more focused on like, 
I, I never really believe when she says someone likes me. I'm just like, okay, whatever. If you say somebody like me, whatever. Mm-hmm. But she, so she said she liked me and she kind of scooped me up supposedly, but I wasn't giving her the attention that she wanted. So she had to quote unquote take it. So, mm. um, let's tell the story. <laughs> that's what All right, let's tell the story. That's what she really says. But, I mean, you tell like, 30% of the truth. Okay, I have to try to give your side <laughs> The real truth is, mm-hmm. I did see him performing, and I was like, oh, okay, he can sing, he cute. And then um, I did go to my friend's dorm, and I saw him playing ping pong. Well, the same night, I think there was like a party or something, so when he walked back past her room, her door was open. Mm-hmm. And she was like, hey, are you going to the party? And he saw me in there. He like, like he didn't see me. Mm. But he saw me in you there, saw so all of a sudden, he, come in, he came in the room like, oh, hey, So when he left, I told her, I said, girl, give him my number, girl, he cute. Ooh. And so she gave it to him. But you know he didn't call me. Why? I have to ask why. Because I know for women, for us to even make that step. Exactly. <laughs> that was hard. And then yeah. he didn't call. Well, so then I had to, I, I mean, did, I had to step I think I wasn't, like, fo- I wasn't really focused <laughs> on, like, I was trying to focus on school. I was a freshman, so I was just trying to focus ah. on, you know, just going to class. And uh, I told myself before, I got to college. I'm like, I'm not going to have a girlfriend. I'm just going to just relax, go to school, focus on that. Mm. And yeah. All that, I hear those, is excuses. Those plans changed. So the next time I seen him, mm-hmm. I, well, I, was, I was like hurt. I was right. like, no, you didn't like not call me and I gave you my number. So I walked up on him. I said, excuse me. You did? Yes. I said, she gave me my number. Why didn't you call? And he was like, Oh, uh, <laughs> I, didn't well, I, didn't, know. I didn't know. He was yeah. like, I didn't think that she really, like, he was like, I didn't want to call you because she told me to call you. So I didn't want to just call you not knowing if you really had gave, had told her to call me. So I was like, oh, okay. she's playing uh, matchmaker. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I let him slide that time. It was kind of like he was good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I was like, don't ever do that to me. <laughs> that is hilarious. And we've been together ever since. So what was the first date like? What was the first day? We went to... The movies. Yeah, we did go to we movies. The we went to movies and we cold. went to... You remember what I had on? Yeah, the long black coat and the black boots and the jeans. Yeah, I remember. Oh. Uh, we went to the movies and, uh, yeah, it was actually um, it different. It was cold because it was November. Mm-hmm. You have the long black coat. Yeah, I remember. Um, but it was uh, it was actually great. I mean, I wasn't... I, I really wasn't used to... Uh, going on dates as much and he mm-hmm. just I'm from Fort Worth so okay. we just kind of we just kind of hung here and there and mm-hmm. um, I when I when I growing up I really focused on like school and music and doing all, doing all this stuff so okay. as far as dating and going out a lot I didn't do a lot of that mm-hmm. um, just because I was so involved in so many things that like when one thing stopped another thing started so that was yeah. really like my first like real like hey me and her planned and we actually went out on a date so that might be the reason why I remember all the details about it <laughs> what made you come out of your comfort zone like you mentioned you're this way this way this way what made you come out your comfort zone for her well I didn't give him a choice I was gonna say yeah that, that might have been it um she was very um like assertive and and for me um I've never I always tell her, I said, I'm never usually, I'm never phased by women. Like, you know, I understand women are beautiful and and all that stuff like that. And there's plenty of beautiful women, but it never phased me to the sense where I felt like I had to, uh, 
like that was the only way I, I could live or that was the only way I could have an identity. Mm, like a woman wasn't my identity or having multiple women wasn't my identity. So mm. my focus was more on like progression and whatever I was doing. Mm-hmm. So um, her coming along was more of an addition as opposed to a distraction, Beautiful. I guess so to say. I like that. Yeah. So I have to know from you because I am the type of girl, A, he hasn't hit me up, I'm mm. out. <laughs> what made you continue to, like you approached him, I gave you my number, what's up? <laughs> and you know what, that is so out of it's my comfort pride. zone. Really? That is so it was, out of my comfort zone. It, it was her pride. <laughs> Are you a Leo? No, we're, I'm a Gemini. We're both Gemini, surprisingly. Oh, okay. It was her pride, that's what it was. Okay. That's what, she what you trying to say? <laughs> well, her pride is... Like, if I made a decision or if I told you to call me or if I, like, I mean, and, and it may be, I don't know, it could be the situation where that's something she's kind of used to if she told somebody to call her, then he would call her. I mean. Is that the case? Well, she's. Something like that. I mean, <laughs> I mean look at her. I, that's what I'm I mean, like. she's, you know, she's beautiful. Yeah, so if, if, to be honest, if most likely, you know, 99% of the time, I'm sure if she gave somebody her number, mm-hmm. then told them to call her, they're going to be like, okay, of course I'm going to call her. Like, she's, mm-hmm. you know. And for me, you know, it wasn't all about just, like, I guess physical beauty. So I wasn't really like, oh, man, she's beautiful. I need to call her mm-hmm. type thing because um, I, I've never really looked at a woman specifically only for their beauty, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I was always a little bit further past my age in the sense of that, like, uh-huh. you know, Multiple women wasn't really a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. I've always been kind of a focused person, focused on like one woman, and that that was it. So, mm-hmm. um, I think that's possibly, like I said, probably just her pride in the sense of like, yeah, I'm sure I've given many guys my number and they called me, but I don't like, know what. It, yeah, like one why? You, yeah. Oh, so you're not gonna call me? So I'm not. You know, I'm not good enough. I don't. I'm not cute enough for you to feel like I'm. Mm-hmm. You know. That and it was probably was that. And and I, for her, I was just like. It's not that. Like, it's really not that. It's just, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not after you for specifically, like, your beauty or the way you look. Like, there's more to life than that. I mean, that's what he called. But I I called. Eventually, right? But the thing, that's funny because he called the night, I think the night after, um, I kind of ran up on him. And then we talked for, like, six hours. Really? Like, straight six hours. Mm -hmm. And it was the longest call. Like, it was one of those, like, you hang up first, though. You hang up first. But it was like we had literally known each other for years. And how long was it always just a, um, I see you, you cute situation? Or did you guys ever, like, actually had a conversation before he was like, "Um, friend, give him my number? We never had had never. I I, I, I didn't even know who she was, actually. So you saw him? Mm-hmm. Because I never saw she. She saw me. I I didn't have no idea. I saw him. I even saw, saw her <laughs> in our in her friend's room mm-hmm. and said hi and thought nothing of it. I was like hi, hi. She's like this is my friend Alicia. I was like oh hi, hi. How are you? And I just went on about business. I didn't even. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't even like a you know. It had to be God sent because I was, I don't <laughs> think I've ever so like you know went and pursued somebody like that and then <laughs> went back and was like uh hello. <laughs> to do that. I'm telling you, God must have told me something because... <laughs> I have no idea either. I, I don't know. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have did that. I don't think I've ever did that before. Wow. Yeah, I think she has an attitude if you don't call me, then I'm moving on. Like, I feel like that's, that's kind of been... Because, like, I'm... Like, I'm, I know I look too good to be... Not saying, <laughs> you know... With, but that's But, what, yeah, that's I, like, I'm... Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, well, forget him then. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, it was... I don't know. Yeah, it was something about him. 
He was just too cool for school. <laughs> that's what I asked that. What was a particular trait that you saw, or because you never spoke to him? Mm-hmm. So what was something that was like, mm, he intrigues me. I think it was just how he carried himself. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, like he said, he was not, he wasn't concerned about everything that everyone else was concerned about. So, like, you could mm. see that in the way that he walked. Like, he wasn't mm, he wasn't good. one of those uh, guys on campus that everyone was like, oh, yeah, he talked to so-and-so, or he talked, you know, mm-hmm. he hadn't talked to anybody. Nobody was really saying anything. I mean, they knew his name because he performed a lot on, on, uh, on campus because he was a singer. And um, other than that, like, that's all you knew about him. So it was just like, okay, he could sing, he cute, but, like, what am I missing? And it was mm-hmm. like that kind of intriguing thing. Like, I need to know some more about this guy. Yeah, um, he's a mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not really like a super open person, number one. But number mm-hmm. two, um, I think my focus is a lot different um, in the sense of I've always been focused on progression as opposed to um, like, quote unquote, um, I don't want to say living in the moment because I do want to live in the moment. But like, I've never been focused on things that will like hold me back. Mm. Like I, I try to like avoid distractions. I've always tried to just stay busy and avoid distractions, especially growing up where I am. You know, everybody didn't make it out, you know, mm-hmm. from where I am, you okay. know. So um, it's, it's uh, you know, very important for me to mm-hmm. just really focus and progress. And, you know, my dad and my mom have taken it so far and I want to, you know, take it even further. And, I'll, nice. you know, and, and my thing always has been always – making sure that whatever you do is reflecting it reflects on everybody it reflects on mm-hmm. yourself it reflects on your parents it reflects on that and I've never wanted to like disappoint my parents or disappoint so I've always wanted to stay out of trouble and make sure that I didn't disappoint them but also while creating a legacy that something that I could potentially you know they could live off of you know or okay. I can help them so okay and you're older you're older I'm older she's you're older, older. Mm-hmm. okay so how did that feel with I mean your... she's only one year so oh, not long no that's no okay so. that's not bad she's yeah what one year and eight days mm-hmm. so not bad because both of y'all yeah. are Gemini's mm-hmm. how did We're that work because y'all have two different sides but I think that's why it works I tell people all the time it's, I think we are both different like we're each other's Gemini side like we're wow. not I kind of have both traits on both sides, but he's mm-hmm. kind of, like, stuck on this side. I'm, like, he's the quiet one. I'm the loud one. I'm, okay. like, the argumentative one. He's, like, okay, are, are you done yet? And I'm, like, wow. <laughs> like, so we kind of balance out each other to where it works, mm-hmm. to where, like, our moods aren't just, like, bouncing off each other to where, you know, we, like, okay, this is crazy. So how is, like, the communication with that? Like, she's... Hey, yeah. we need to get it together. And you're like, no, we need to, you know, take a step back. Well, How does that work in the household? I was going to say, I really think, like, for her, um, and this is something that we've constantly talked about and worked on, is um, the problem really, like, many times the problem was the thing that, like, rattled her. Mm-hmm. For me, I was always focused on, okay, we know what the problem is. Mm-hmm. We need to figure the solution. We need to spend more time on the solution mm-hmm. than the problem. So it kind of balances out that way because I calm her down from worrying about the problem by saying, hey, let's take less time worried about the problem. Let's focus on the solution. And, and she's like, over here like, what the problem? What the pro- yeah, exactly. So, um, so I think that's where it kind of balances out. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm more of the, hey, let's get it, you know, let's solve it. And she's more of the focus on the problem, but she's also, um, in that same sense, she's the organi- organizer. She's the one that is really good at organizing things, and mm-hmm. and so 
Um, we really balance each other. So once I need he the organization. The, I was like, once he has a solution, I'm like, okay, well, we got let's a solution. Organize okay, now let's organize it. Let's figure out how to put it out there. So, so it kind of works both ways. I it's weird how it works that way, yeah. but yeah, that's kind of how it works. Okay, well, this is a good segue <laughs> into talking about the business. So, um, as far as the next question, you know, what is the business? How did it come about? And how did you guys come together to agree that's what you wanted to do? So we actually have two businesses. Um, One, um, I actually started um, three years ago. Um, So that one's Page 11 Paper Goods. It's a stationary business. Mm -hmm. Um, And we focus on just helping people uh, stay on top of their goals, making sure they're intentional with their time, Mm -hmm. um, staying organized. Like you said, I'm the organizer. So it's um, like a planner company. Uh, We have journals and things like that. So I started that, um, honestly, based on just something that I've always done. And people, you know, kept asking, like, how are you so organized? How do you, you know, keep track of your events and all Mm -hmm. these things? You know, um, how do you set goals at the beginning of the year and actually still work on those come Mm mid-year? Things like that. So I just wanted to have some type of products to kind of just help people stay kind of progressing, like you said. Um, And so when I started that, um, he was definitely supportive of me starting it and was always there. Um, on the backhand side and then now it's kind of been like he's like my right hand man when it comes to the business but um, it's funny because I don't think in the beginning I thought of it as being our business I always mm. would say this is mine this is mine this is mine got it um, was it like not, a thought before y'all got together or it was a it wasn't a thought before we got together. It was mm-hmm. something that I did all, all my life. Gotcha. I didn't. Um, I, I, I can let you know that now. Not That's me. Like planner. Not me. Not <laughs> but I so. think. But I think even working with him is helping Helps him yeah. kind of become so a little bit more mm-hmm, organized sure. too. Because I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, your wife has a whole planner business and she's all organized. Like you can't be out here looking mm-hmm. organized and then come back <laughs> looking on me. Right. So, yeah. um, so it's been good to kind of be able to kind of build that together. Now, once he started mm-hmm. getting on board and seeing what I'm doing, and, you know, helping out with events, he helps out with shipping. I always laugh because I'm like, he's my shipping manager. He's like, <laughs> I'm not getting paid for this. <laughs> um, but he definitely helps out a lot. And then when he started his business it was it was pretty much twofold because at that point we were both helping each other so I'll let yeah. you talk about oh so uh yeah my business um and I'll and I say it's a business but really for me um it's more of like a mentorship more of a you know just sharing knowledge mm-hmm. uh, it's called the penny lounge that's right yes that's right. so um the penny lounge pretty much I think it really kind of came from a point of where I grew up in a middle class family mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know my dad He's probably one of the hardest working people. I mean, he, you know, just period. He works. He'll work, 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 and mm-hmm. uh, and I, I kind of got that, you know, the the working side from him. Mm-hmm. And what I realized is that I gained some knowledge about financial finances that I didn't have before that mm-hmm. I feel like I need to share. And that was that there is a way to live financially stress-free. Right. Right. And I think that's the biggest thing for me is that I, I see so many people living, I've seen so many people living paycheck to paycheck. Yes, Lord. And, and it wasn't on purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. It was just a part of everyday life. And, and usually with the middle-class family, that's kind of the, the idea. Yeah. You go to work, get your paycheck, pay the bills, start that cycle over mm-hmm. again. And, and what happens in that situation is if something comes up that, that you know alters that pay one of those paychecks or mm-hmm. something happens where it's short where it doesn't come in on time right then you're you know you're like one check away from being homeless you right. know or 
late, you know, late. So I felt like that was really big um, for me. So I started doing research. I started listening to different, you know, podcasts, different, you know, reading different books, um, different programs. Mm -hmm. And it kind of led me to the fact that there is a way to live financially Mm -hmm. stress-free. And one thing I found out was that it's a mindset. And so my business was created because I wanted to help change mindsets. Um, And that's really it. All the calculations and everything are good because I've always done that. But it doesn't help me to calculate. It doesn't help you to calculate Mm -hmm. if your mindset cannot be changed. So calculations are just a pretty piece. I always tell her calculations are just a pretty piece of paper Mm -hmm. until it's actually executed. Mm. If you can't execute it, you just have spent your time making a piece of paper look really good, mm-hmm. make some numbers look really nice. So the Penny Lounge was specifically made for sharing information okay. um, and also to make sure that we teach people you know, financial literacy, okay. uh, the real truths about money and all these money myths that are out there that people believe mm-hmm. growing up in different um Growing up in different lifestyles, mm-hmm. many people believe different things about mm-hmm. money. So true. Right? Mm-hmm. So um, we want to actually go through those myths and, and talk about what's real and what's not. Okay. Um, and also to make sure that people understand that there is a way to live financially stress-free. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's kind of the biggest thing. And that's why the Penny Lounge was created, just sharing information, financial literacy. And... Uh, if you're gonna live paycheck to paycheck, this is our slogan: paycheck to paycheck on purpose. So if I'm living nice. paycheck to paycheck, it's for a purpose. Mm-hmm. It's for a specific time frame to get me to where I want to be. Oh. So. Okay. So with both of the names, I think both of the company names are really unique. How did you guys come up with those names? You go first. Yeah. So um, with Page Eleven, um, so I've always had. Um, I guess 11 has been like my little, my number. So Mm -hmm. we always see 1111 on the clock and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, page 11, I always tell people, it's like the beginning of the book. So you've gotten past the introduction Mm -hmm. and you're getting into the good stuff. And I think for me, that's what represents my business because you know what you want in life Mm -hmm. and you know... Um, kind of, you see the vision for it, but right. you've gotten past just the beginning, and mm-hmm. this is a good. This is a good part to where you're now organizing it, you're planning it, you're planning for it, you're planning how you're gonna get there. Mm-hmm. Um, you look, at, you're looking at the steps ahead that you need to go. So it's it's more so of the the bulk of the book, so to say. Um, it's page eleven. It's actually making it come to life and actually executing those things, mm-hmm. and that's what comes after you know the introduction. So it's so it's cool. more so just having kind of your vision and everything in in the forefront Um, and then also just making sure that you know what's coming ahead and you're actually executing those things. Super good. Okay. Nice. And uh, for the Penny Lounge, I think for me, it started with, uh, I thought about all kinds of things, you know, million dollars and all this stuff and I felt like um, every penny is very important, Mm -hmm. right? So in order to be able to get to where you want to be, um, I've, every single penny is important. So you, some people say, oh, well, it's a dollar here. It's just five cent here. It's 10 cent here. But all those pennies add up. If you don't start sure at the penny, right. you know, mm-hmm. if you if you have six subscriptions coming out and it's only five dollars, mm-hmm. that's thirty dollars that, you know, that is coming out of your account or leaving your money that could be used for something else, that's you know. True. And so I thought we st- I start wanted to start with. Every making sure people know that every penny is very important, mm-hmm. and then I use the lounge part because I feel like in our community, um, money, I mean, in just many communities, money is like a really shied away topic. 
People don't really want to talk about the real truths about money. (laughs) Uh Um, People don't want to be honest Mm -hmm. with others about like money. And, you know, everybody can do what they want with their money. Mm -hmm. But um, the thing about doing what you want with your money is that if you want to get somewhere, you do what it takes and you do the right things with your money to get to where you want to be. And I feel like it's a conversation that's not um, that's not talked about. So I figured the lounge would be somewhere where we can just kind of sit down mm-hmm. and talk about the importance of right. every penny. Nice. And so we can kind of start that conversation. So I want people to feel comfortable with talking about it. I don't think make it like it's a, you know, a anomaly, like it's a topic nobody wants to discuss. Let's sit down mm-hmm. and talk about every penny and we're going to lounge. We're going to enjoy. We're going to not only make it like a seminar, but we're just going to enjoy each other and share what we know and share what we've learned mm-hmm. and talk about what's the truth, what's not. Everybody's truth is not the same. Right. But there is one truth that everybody wants to understand what wealth is. Yeah. Right? That's the key. So that's mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing. It's just the penny uh, was starting with every penny. The lounge was just being relaxed to be able to just talk about money and not it, it not be a shot away topic. So. And I feel like with both of the businesses that you guys have, they coincide with one another. Have you guys like did a collaboration with like an event, like one big mm-hmm. event? Let's talk about finances and planning for the new year. We can get this all together. Have y'all so done that? it's in the works. Okay, look at um, me. <laughs> but it's funny because honestly, for the first probably year or so um, that we were both running it, we didn't even think about it until people started asking. We were like, I guess they do kind of go. But I mean, mm-hmm. like we always knew that they went together because they go together in our home, right? Um, but we we never even thought about it and so yeah we're working on a few things together jointly um coming up so i was gonna say we uh we actually just had a meetup um yesterday yesterday, Mm -hmm. and she actually spoke at the meetup about um goal setting financial goal setting so Mm -hmm. um so it kind of just happened that way we have something that's going to be formal for it but she did speak about goal setting in the meetup um on uh, yesterday so it it does it goes goes hand in hand for sure yeah Nice. And so individually, what does that support look like, let's say, for your events and then your lounges? How does that look like for you to support her for her events and you to support him for his lounges? Um, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> it depends because a lot of times I'm all over the place when it comes to the actual events. Uh-huh. Um, that a lot of times I just need him there. Like, I just need you there, and I need you there at when I'm at home, you know, leading up to the event just to hear me. Because mm-hmm. I'm usually venting. I'm like, this ain't going right. This is wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting on this. I got to go get this. And he's just sitting there like, what can I do? Um, so it's honestly just being that support team, really listening and, like, listening to what I need and mm-hmm. taking that and running with it. Because there's been times where I've said, oh, my God, I got to do all these things. And then next thing you know, he's like, hey, I already did that for you. I'm like, oh, you was listening and you did it? Okay. So Two points for you. Okay. <laughs> um, but it's really just being that support outside of the events, honestly. As long as I have that, I know I have that support outside of the event and outside of, of everything that we have going on, it pushes me to do that. Um, we're definitely, able, if we're able to be at each other's events, we're definitely there. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I think yesterday may have been one of the first times we were both in an event and actually with each other talking because I think most of the time we're kind of running running back, <laughs> running back and forth like I'm running it and he's just in the background just going crazy and I've done one I think I've done uh, one big event with you mm-hmm. um, the Southwest yeah event. yeah. yeah. So, um, so I've done one event with her and no maybe I've done a couple events with her but I'm definitely had to learn her her products for sure because um, there's been plenty of times where she's walked away from the table and mm-hmm. you know to go mm-hmm. you, you know whatever it is go do go walk away and then I'm just like a customer walk up and I'm like, 
okay, so next time, next time I do this again, I'm going to know what's going on <laughs> right. in this thing, you know? So, um, so yeah, I've, le- I've definitely learned her products. Um, so when, if she does, if she is talking to someone else or if she is away and then I can also sell her products just like she can. So kind of had to learn that. And also I had to learn it because I had to use it myself. Right. <laughs> you know, I had to look at it. I had to, you know, watch her use it, watch me, you know, so I've kind of learned her, I've learned her products also. What did those steps look like for you to learn those products? Did you have to sit down with him like, well, hey, this is this, I this Well, I was going to say, <laughs> I, um, I actually designed the ones this year. Nice! So, um, I actually did all the, you know, the layout and everything, the, the ones this year. Mm-hmm. So, And I think that was a turning point too for yeah. us because it was, again, like he knew what they were. He's mm-hmm. been there, you know, since I started. But at the same time, it was like, oh, you have this here, you have it there. It's like, you didn't notice that it's been there this whole time. <laughs> but it's like, like you said, kind of just teaching him, you know, why I put certain things here and why I designed it like this. And actually working with him this time on the designs was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Right, right, right. I'll leave it to you. You know, mm-hmm. do your design work and come back. And I was like, oh, okay, you did good. Like, <laughs> that was nice. that was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was actually just being able to, again, communicate and work together and really just support each other kind of on that back end side that was like, okay, I know, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> I, know you, I know you love me I'm a little bit. I'm like. transitioning from, you know, from admin assistant <laughs> to uh, in might, shipping to actually sales. I'm trying to, you know. I'm trying to get a little stock in there somewhere. <laughs> right. Just trying to fit, get in where I fit in. <laughs> but I think with his business, too, um, we're actually Doing living. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, we're living into in his business because we're actually on our sense. own debt journey yeah. um, as well. So we're we're living that as we're also teaching people. So that part of it for his business is a little bit easier because we're literally both doing mm-hmm. the exact same thing. And it's our money that we're talking about and it's our payments that mm-hmm. we're talking about. And, it's and we our talk about it and we have about meetings and about it and we uh, discuss everything. So yeah, so money has been a, a, a big topic for us because like I said, we're in it. And that's what I always tell clients all the time that I work with is I'm not telling you something that somebody told me. Mm. I'm telling you something that I'm still going through now. Mm-hmm. Also, some things that I've been through before. Right. And I'm also telling you information that is um, that I know mm-hmm. that I can attest to, that I can witness to. So, um, and that's the big thing that a lot of people enjoy is just like, hey, I'm not on this journey alone. The person that I'm talking to has been where I am. Right. You know. And how does that feel to be so vulnerable with your clients? Because I know for me. Privacy is everything. Mm -hmm. And so for you guys to talk about your bills, your finances, I know that takes a lot of strength to do that. So how do you you guys decide that that's what you wanted to do so you can be relatable, right? Mm -hmm. And then also, how does that feel to walk away like, we let out a lot Mm -hmm. today? Honestly, we started, when he first started out, we were, um, I guess, like behind the scenes. Like we Mm -hmm. tried to share information without showing our face. Okay. And I think like we did that. Course? Um, we have no. on our uh, Instagram page. We were okay, we, okay. we were just sharing information and never said who we were. Got <laughs> at it. first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I finally told him. I said, I think we're gonna have to tell people who we are. And mm-hmm. he was like, Why? <laughs> 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 and 
and how much do you want to tell? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, like you said, it's to be relatable. Mm-hmm. I wanted people to see us. I wanted them to see our family. I wanted them to see, you know, what we do for work or what we, what are our businesses and who, you know, who we are. Because I think a lot of times people see this information just being pushed and they have no idea who's pushing the information. Mm-hmm. And they can't sit there or you may look at something and say, oh, that sounds great, but that's not me. Um, and so it was like to see us and go, oh, you know, they're young, they're married, they have a kid, right. they do this, they do right. that. And it's like, okay, I have a kid too, I'm married too. So it's mm-hmm. like you can kind of see yourself in those positions to where you feel like, okay, well, maybe I can do this. And I think that was one of the things that when we were originally talking about it, um, you know, what were our limitations? What were our boundaries? Like, do we want to share all of our money things or do we want to kind of be a little bit standoffish? And it's like, I think we're going to have to share a lot to get the people that we want to get because they're going to mm. see just this information. If they don't see the face behind it, it may not be relatable to them. So, mm-hmm. You feel the same? Yeah, no, I totally <laughs> feel the same. I uh, I think it's very important for people to understand that it's real. Right. You know, it's not, you know, and, and no knock against like your, you know, your Dave Ramsey's and, your, mm-hmm. and everybody like that. But mm-hmm. when people see that stuff, especially coming from where I come from, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, you know, it's like, oh, well, that's them, you know, Mm -hmm. and then they kind of label it like it's not nobody that I grew up with that's doing what, what, you know what I mean, or nobody that was in the position that I am. These people all, you know, they all started, Mm -hmm. you know, at a certain level where they could do this stuff. Right. And you can look at me and I can tell you, you know, where where I grew up at and the kind of house where I grew up in, I, you know, I didn't have money like I have now because... I was in a middle class family. My dad, you know, we worked hard for all of his money. And, mm-hmm. you know, and so I, I felt like it was very important for people to see a little guy from, you know, the south side of Fort Worth, Texas, is doing the things that you see other people doing. And if I can do it, you can do it too, nice. you know. And also to understand, like, because a, a big thing that comes out with us is, yeah, well, you guys are doing it. You have two incomes. Mm-hmm. You have two, you know, and I was like, if you really want to know, and I'm, I'm, I'm transparent with my people, I always say, look, if you really want to know, I don't have a full-time job. So mm-hmm. everything that I work for mm-hmm. is me going, finding my work, and me actually making the money because I found it. I don't wow. go clock in eight hours mm-hmm. and get eight hours. Like I don't have a place I just show up and I get, you know. Mm-hmm. So I have to work for every dollar. So technically, it's not really two incomes. It's me actually. She has a, you know, she works, but then I have to actually go out and find my income. I have to go out and get. So every dollar that comes in is because mm-hmm. I worked hard for it. Every extra dollar that we work on our side hustles and things like that is stuff that we actually went and worked hard for. Nobody said, okay, well now you have a job. Just show up eight hours, right. and you know, mm-hmm. no, everything is for me is if you don't go get it, you don't go to work. You don't do it. You don't, you know. I don't, my vacation is when I take it, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have paid vacation. Mm-hmm. It's when I take it. So that's a different atmosphere. If you're working a job and, and you, and you want to compare it to what I do, well, I actually have to work. And if I don't go to work, I don't get paid. Right. So, so you would be like a full yeah. entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Way. Exactly. So that's, wow. that's the biggest thing. It's just like understanding that, you know, it's not that you have to have two incomes or it looks like we, that's why we have to be transparent. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a married couple. Yeah, they definitely have two incomes. But that's what I would yeah. think too. Like mm-hmm. being on the outside, because everybody's like for me. Because I know I talked to y'all about it earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm single, and I look at people like it's so easy for y'all because husband and wife. <laughs> yeah, y'all got two incomes. So if one thing don't work, you can always lean on the other. But that's like a total different perspective. Because mm-hmm. if you don't work, you don't eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so that's good. It's real hard work for sure. That's what that that's this. You know, that's why I tell people about the programs is. It's not a magic trick. 
Mm. <laughs> so just work hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we do. We just work hard. That's everything we do is working hard. Speaking of working hard, I read an article about you with Paper Goods. And you mentioned you were pregnant, had the baby, same time around the launch of Paper Goods. How did that work out? Because I know, I've been like, let me go ahead I'm and crazy. get this baby. That's what happened. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, honestly, it, it wasn't on purpose, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I had I had always been the organizer, and I had actually put off um, page eleven for years before I actually launched. Got it. Um, and it was more so out of fear. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't feel like I had what it took. Um, I would always look at different products and go, oh, well, I don't, you know, I don't do graphics. Mm-hmm. Where am I going to print it? Who's mm-hmm. going to buy it? People are going, you know, putting everything on their phone now. Like I, I was putting myself into a bubble of this isn't for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the beginning of 2016, it was actually on my vision board. It was one of the things that I wrote down. I was like, God, you know what? I'm praying for this. I've been praying for this. I've been asking you to give me this. You've probably given it to me already, and I haven't did what you asked me to do. Right, right, right. Me and I So this year, no matter what, I'm going to mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay, we're going to see. In February, I found out I was pregnant. Dang. And I was like, God, this is not what I meant by like... <laughs> doing everything mm-hmm. um and so I just kind of stuck it out I did really I mean I was pregnant and I was I was making products and I was pushing wow. pushing this product to launch and so my launch was actually October 11th for the business and my son came the next day on October 12th wow and I was like okay that's not how I planned for this to happen <laughs> you know this was not supposed to happen in the same week um, but I literally birthed two two things in the same week. But honestly, it's been my my why. Mm-hmm. Because every time I think about quitting, I'm like, but I'm building something. Wow. <laughs> and I'm building it for our family and I'm building it for my son. So um, it's definitely been a challenge. Mm-hmm. It's been, um, I want to say, different than most people in the sense that I feel like my first couple of years, I kind of was just coasting. Okay. Because I had a baby at home and because right. I couldn't go to as many events as I wanted mm-hmm. to. And I couldn't go network as much as I wanted to because I had a baby and I needed to stay at the house or I needed to be somewhere. Or Josh had a show and we had to make sure our schedules fit. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a little bit of a, a challenge. But honestly, at the same time, it was the reason why I kept going. Wow. Um, so it, it definitely was interesting. People always go, you did what? And I'm like the same week y'all I don't know <laughs> like that is wild like what would be some advice for a woman that's pregnant right now and she knows that she needs to get this done like I know I have this business I gotta get to I know I gotta release a product mm-hmm. or services what would you tell her right now I mean honestly it really just depends on you but I think like I said I I think for a mother um that advice would be just to get started Mm. Um, a lot of people feel as though I'm going to do it after the kid comes right. or I'm going to do it after they get older mm-hmm. or I'm going to do it when they leave the house, whatever yeah. that may be. Um, my advice is just get started because mm-hmm. I think had I not gotten started, mm-hmm. I would have been pushing it out past now. Wow. Um, because again, I would have been like, oh, we're, we're too busy. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough time. I have a kid at home. He has mm-hmm. a baseball game or he has this. Or he, I mean, as they're growing, you come up with more things when you honestly think you're going to have more time. Right. You end up having less time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, honestly, just get started now. Even if it's small, even mm-hmm. if you have something that seems like way too big, you know, in your head for it to happen at this very moment, start little. 
mm-hmm. because that's honestly what I think I did. Like I said, with, even with the paper kids, I have huge visions for that. Right. But I had to start where I was, and mm-hmm. where I was at that moment was online. <laughs> got it. And got now, it. you know, now I'm going to events. I'm selling it, you know, in person and things like that as well. But there's a bigger goal, and that right now isn't me. Mm-hmm. But I still have to focus on my right now, <laughs> and I still have to build my right now so that mm-hmm. when that time does come for me to move to the next level, yeah, I've already built up, you know, enough mm-hmm. to be able to move to the next level and be comfortably there. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like it. And so, like you guys mentioned, um, the different businesses. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you're still pursuing performing and singing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Still do that. Good yes. job. Um, so, how are you guys balancing all of those moving pieces? Organization. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. So, we do have a calendar that we both have. So, we okay. both, everything is on that calendar. So, we make sure everything is uh you know, planned out properly in the organization. Like it's I said, like it's electronically very, calendar. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's our okay. phone calendar. So if I add an event on there, she sees it. Mm. You know, if she's at adds an event, I see it. Um, and that's definitely kept us organized. Um, and whenever I'm working, I'm always, you know, I try to be as you know considerate. You know, with whatever it is that she has. If she has something, mm-hmm. then I try to make sure that I try not to plan something. And then if I need to make up or I want to make up for that, then I'll find a way to make up for that another time. Uh-huh. Um, so it just means I have to work harder, mm-hmm. but it, it works out. It works out because we, as long as we, because we're doing it together. Yeah. So. And I think too, like you said before, just the communication part of it too, mm-hmm. because we sit down usually every Sunday mm-hmm. and kind of just go through the week. You know, this is what I have coming. This is what you have coming. At the same breath, we also go through our finances mm-hmm. um, once a week as well. So it, we're we're really being um, as communicative with each other as we can, mm-hmm. um, and making sure that we're sharing everything. That way, if something comes up, like you said, if he has a show, he asks, and I'm like, okay, wait a minute, like what time you gotta be there? Because I get off work at five, and it's like, okay, you gotta be there at six. So we have to kind of make sure those things are like all running in line. And obviously, like I said, with with our son as well, it's like you know his school times, our times, it's like three different things going on, and we're like, okay, wait, who going where? Who picking him up? Who picking? You know, where am I going? What are we doing? So it's really just being on the same page and knowing that you know everything that either one of us do is for the better of us as a whole and so at that point it's like we're always working off each other like what can I do to make this easier for you what can Mm -hmm. you do to make this easier for Mm -hmm. me if this is a long week for him then I'm pretty much probably going to sit back and not do too much that way I can be there for him if that's Mm -hmm. a long week for me then he's kind of doing the same thing he's like okay where can I where can I help you Mm -hmm. Um, but we try not to really kind of clash to where we're both going crazy you know one week or another Mm -hmm. Um, but that it really does take into that that organization that planning ahead of time because a lot of times we know what our schedules are like at least yeah, a couple of weeks in advance. Weeks weeks, yeah. So okay, that way we need question. to move things around or mm-hmm. like reschedule something or whatever it may be. Okay, wait a minute. We got we got three things going on Saturday. Like, hold mm-hmm. on, who doing what? Right. And, you know, we can kind of move things around like that. But if we weren't communicating, we would have no idea, you know, until the last minute. And it's like, okay, wait a minute. You didn't tell me you had this. You right. know, and that's come up before where we realized we had to have that calendar mm-hmm. and really just start putting those things on there and talking about it ahead of time. Nice. And so when I first met you, it was at the Fearless Millennial mm-hmm. Conference. And the one thing that stuck with me from you is that intent is something big. Mm-hmm. And so I want to know what intent means for you and why is it something that you stick hold to? Mm-hmm. Um, I think intent is it's almost like a, a, a up level of focus. Okay. <laughs> Um, 
Intent to me means knowing your direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously just being intentional. Right. <laughs> um, with everything that you do. Mm-hmm. Your time, your focus, you know, things that you're working on. Like, making sure that everything has a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people speak on passion or purpose. You know, what is your purpose? What is your passion? When you're intent, all those things fall in line. <laughs> And so for me, in order to get to my purpose or to make sure that I'm giving my passion 100%, I have to be intentional with everything else. Mm-hmm. So there's there's almost like a um, a clear path, a direction that I see. Mm-hmm. And that for me would be intent. It would be that road of intent. Mm-hmm. And so anything outside of that road just does not happen. It just, mm-hmm. it doesn't match. So it, it may sound great. It may look pretty. It may be shiny, but I'm like, it, it's not aligning here. There mm-hmm. is, it's not getting me anywhere. It's mm-hmm. not making me one step closer. It's not taking me to the next sign. It's not doing anything. So it's like being, taking those things and really being able to say, okay, this sounds like a great opportunity, but at the same time, it's not in line with what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And that alignment part of it helps you kind of focus your time and your money and everything else honestly mm-hmm. if you know where you're heading because nothing else can come in like you said distractions nothing right. can distract you from being intentional mm-hmm. if you know what that is okay yeah and then for you like yours is intent i think yours is more focused mm-hmm. so what does focus mean for you and then also why do you focus so much and how do you take away those distractions? Because like you mentioned, something shiny can come in your way. And mm-hmm. you're like, ooh, you know, it takes me off of my focus. How do you avoid things that may distract you from getting to the end goal? Well, focus um, really starts with your why. Mm. Why are you Why are you doing Why do you want to be debt-free? Why do you want to be financially stress-free? Why do you want to do something? Mm-hmm. And I think that's where focus um, really holds its value is in your why and mm-hmm. your why like she said you know we were having a child but you know it, hers was we I focused on this because we need to make sure that we progress mm-hmm. and and she has you know our son being her motivation and things like that then if you don't want to let that down then your why is so when you when you choose your why it has to be that much important to you that you don't want to distract from that and that's the main focus and the main goal so i think focus Mm -hmm. is very um very very much based on why you want to do something and then that keeps you on the track of okay something shiny shows up but it's not gonna it's gonna lead me away from why i'm doing this it's gonna mess up the uh the sole purpose of my goal Mm -hmm. so if my goal is to you know to make sure my son is taken care of then i can't go out and 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 get myself in trouble and and do things like that because that's going to leave him fatherless or that's going to leave him without, you know, so mm-hmm. it's like all that stuff, if it doesn't align. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's always a thought process when things come, you'll see them, but you have to think, okay, so this is going to take me, this could take me off my path and anything mm-hmm. that could take you off the path, you have to say no. And you have to kind of get used to saying no. Right. Um, and that's where the focus comes in focus with focus. You have to make sure to understand that no is something you're going to have to learn for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest, I think that's the biggest thing and that's the hardest thing for us as people to do is to say no because we don't want to hurt someone's feelings or we don't want to make someone mad. Mm -hmm. But if it doesn't align, then I I can't, I can't do it. I mean, that's that. And, and, and the reason I say that is because they'll get over it. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll, they'll get over it because, because, (laughs) because you have a plan. They have a plan. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So in, 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 for example, if y'all are being accountable to each other, there may be some things that they may see and you may say, Hey, look, that doesn't align 
what you're playing. So mm-hmm. you need to tell that no. Right. You know, I'm telling you no, but based on this, you know, you don't need to go out and, mm-hmm. you know, and buy everybody around the drinks. Right. It doesn't align with your plan. That makes sense. So, mm-hmm. so I think that's the biggest. So focus for me is just being able to um, really keep your eye on the why you're doing that. And that why has to be so strong that even when things come, that you can you don't you don't want to deter from it because you have that goal to fulfill that why. This is so good, you guys. All right, so um, my next segment is um, highs and lows. Mm-hmm. We always have our highs and we always have our lows. So let's start with our your highs. If it's business, relationship, um, the kid, what high were you got? Did you guys accomplish? And you were like, oh my gosh, we did that! Like, hurrah for us. What is some highs? Well, what are some highs? What's yours? Um, <laughs> I have a few highs, actually. Um, Excuse me. As far as I think a high in, in our relationship is that we decided to, uh, you know, really, really take ownership of our relationship in the sense of everything that we do, it may not be what other people Mm-hmm. would say that they would do okay. but it's specific for our relationship is what we do mm-hmm. and so we can give advice of what we do but we can't make anybody do you know what we do because it may not work for you so right. I think us taking ownership of our relationship is saying this is us and this is our choice it may not look like everybody else's but this is us and mm-hmm. we're doing it together and I think that's one number two is our financial thing uh, mm-hmm. we have paid off uh, 60k 60,000 in the last yes. 14 months so Last 14 months, uh, 60K, and that's actually with what we've paid off. Like, we can, we have every payment and, and all that stuff that we've paid off, 60000 So, that's the biggest one for us. Congrats. Thank you. Because I know both of y'all got student loans, so mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about a lot of stuff in my head. Like, 60000 I could do Well, those so are gone much. now, actually. So those, are, those, those are gone. She just paid her last. We just paid her last one, yeah. Yes. And it's because you probably did all the research, mm-hmm. knowing what to do with the penny lounge. Mm-hmm. And I can see how that could be a benefit, both of y'all businesses mm-hmm. and y'all's relationships. Yeah, it's definitely benefited us a lot. So, <laughs> so inspired are you? It's, yeah. it's been, yeah. It's, it's definitely beneficial. And I, and I won't say that it's been easy because, again, like I said, we're teaching. We're teaching at the same time we're doing. So. Right. There's times where I'm like, but I really just want to go buy this cute purse. And he's like, but you really need to make this payment. I'm like, you're right, okay. (laughs) But, I mean, it takes, again, it takes that that mindset shift kind of to where you're like, okay, what's more important? And it's due time. (laughs) Like, we're doing this for a specific reason because at one point when we're done with this, you can go buy the purse. That's perfectly fine. But we want to get there to where when we buy the purse, then it doesn't affect anything. So if I, you know... For example, if, if we're going to save 3000 for a month or something like that, and the purse is $600, then we're just saving, you know, 3000 So we just take $600 there, but we don't have that money. That part of, that money is not nothing that we specifically need. It's not going to hurt us, mm-hmm, you know. Yeah. So, And that's where we're trying to teach people to get to is where it doesn't hurt you. Yeah. Love it. Okay. How about you? So I definitely think that that was one of our highs so far. Um our debt and then once we're finished with that that will definitely be a high of our relationship mm-hmm. um and then also I just think um just to kind of piggyback off of what he said as far as our relationship I think it's definitely been um 
over the years, it's been a journey of finding us. Mm. Um, it's still like an everyday thing that you guys. It do? is, okay. yeah. Um, because when we got together, I was nineteen, he was eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been together almost fourteen years now. So wow. it's beautiful. we've grown together, and we haven't grown apart, but at the same time, we have grown. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. therefore, it's things that I used to do or that he used to do that we have evolved from or developed through. And so it's like finding us again, but staying in love at the same time. So we've right. been, you know, working through things um, and definitely, you know, communicating with each other, each other like, like, what is it that you need now? Mm-hmm. Because, again, before I was a mother, I may not have needed the things that I needed, you know, now. Right. I wasn't as tired or, I was, you know, I didn't get to have as much me time or whatever the case may be. So it's mm-hmm. like now it's like, okay, you know, I've, I've really had a week. Right. <laughs> you know, I really need you to just be here and I'll be gone for like two hours and I'll be back. Like, mm-hmm. just let me take a break. A break. Um, so it's really just being in a space where we know we're changing, but not letting that change our relationship. So we've definitely nice. been working towards um, just evolving our relationship and our marriage as, as one. Um, but I think the other thing for us is um, obviously our son, um, just becoming parents and, and honestly even becoming, figuring out how to become parents. Because a lot of times, like he said, you know, just growing up in different households with us, mm-hmm. like I thought something was right. He was like, well, no, nah, this is how we used to do it. I'm like, well, that don't make no sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so, so just, just becoming, yeah, just out. becoming and coming together and figuring out what works for us again. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if it's not something that, you know, either one of our, either one of our parents taught, to, taught us in the home, you know, what is it that we want our son to learn from us? Nice. And so just coming together and saying, okay, you know, when he he's 10 or 20, what kind of person do we hope that we raised? Mm -hmm. And making sure that we're instilling those things into him now. Mm -hmm. Um, It's definitely been, it's it's been funny because he's three now, so we're seeing some of those things come back and we're like, this little boy is hilarious. (laughs) Um, But we're seeing those things already kind of come out of him. So it's Mm -hmm. good to kind of bounce off each other and go, okay, you know, maybe I didn't discipline the way I wanted to this time. Okay, well, how can we work on it next time? And kind of changing some of of those things, again, like he said, without necessarily listening to what everyone else may say, Mm -hmm. you know, is the right way to do it, so. Got it. I think you guys have some really great highs. (laughs) (laughs) And so how about some lows that you guys can talk about? Um, You know, if there's anything that hurt the marriage or if there's anything like, Mention, oh my gosh, we probably shouldn't have um, disciplined our son like this. We probably should have did it this way, and it kind of hurt one of you. Um, the business, if anything, you guys question like, dang, should we continue the penny lounge? Should we continue page eleven? Mm-hmm. Anything like that? And how did you push through as a couple to get through that low moment? I think one of, for me, one of our lowest moments was um, a few months after I had my son. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was more so just being a new mother, you know, just trying to adjust to that. Um, but then at the same time, Josh was also working. He was taking on more because I wasn't working okay. at the time. Mm-hmm. So um, it was just <laughs> kind of really, number one, owning how I felt okay. because I felt wrong <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to feel lonely. Right. Or I felt wrong to feel like he wasn't there mm-hmm. when I wanted him to be there. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, people around me were like, but you know, he's working. You know, he's, it's not like he's just out there doing whatever. Like, he's right. working. He's trying to make sure y'all are good. And I'm like, yes, he is, but I feel a hole. Still my feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I still feel lonely. And yes, mm-hmm. we have this beautiful son. And yes, I'm here at the home. And yes, I have the privilege of being here with him 24 hours a day. And, 
yes, all those things are right. Right. But also, yes, to how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. that was kind of a turning point for me because everybody doesn't understand it. Right. And especially hearing other people, you know, some some friends are like, oh, well, at least you got two parents in the house. Like, I did it by myself. I'm like, yeah, I hear you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yes, your point is valid. Right. But right, so right. is mine. Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of getting to that, getting through that and really having to explain to Josh how I felt. Because mm-hmm. again... We hadn't been through this before. Right, right, right. <laughs> and so to him, he was like, well, I thought that, you know, you wanted me to be out here working mm-hmm. so hard so that you didn't stress. And right. I said, yes, but there's a balance point there, too. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. as much as I wanted you out, I also wanted you here. Right. <laughs> and so where can we balance some of that time? Where mm-hmm. can we take some things away or put some things in to where you may still have to work hard, but maybe not as many days outside the home? Or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. But I had to kind of talk to him about that. And when we looked at it from our point of view, it was like, okay, I see how you felt. And I see how you could think that I wanted you to work harder. Right, right, right. And then from him, you know, he's like, okay, well, I can see how you, you know, would feel lonely. Mm -hmm. And so we really just had to really kind of hear each other. I think that was a point where... It was a low, but it also made us stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, that's and some deep communication. It, it was. Yeah. And there, was, like I said, there was times where I would just text him, like, I just really just want to cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's no reason why I want to. Like, there's nothing that's like, making me want to cry, but I really just want you here with me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but I'm working. And I'm yeah. like, okay, well, just text me then. Like, just say something. Yeah. So it was like really just being, um, again, being open mm-hmm. and being honest and not necessarily taking those feelings and making yourself feel like they're not valid. Right. Um, and then really just having to talk to him because, like I said, again, he's never been a father. Mm-hmm. I've never been a mother. So he doesn't know the things that I may be feeling. And unless I tell him, he has no idea. So I can't, I was getting mad at him. Right. And he had no reason why I was mad. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Or or there would be this one little thing that would tick me off and it would come, it would come full force. Right. <laughs> because I've been, you know, holding things like back. Mm-hmm. And he's like, where did that come from? And I'm like, well, you didn't do this and you didn't do that. You mm-hmm. didn't do this. You're not helping me do that. And he's sitting there like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> where did all this come from? Right. But it was really just having to be open with him. But that, it, it definitely was a low for us because we both had to take ourselves out of the situation and right. look at the other person's picture. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, I think that that's a, you know, a low, probably one of the lowest. Um, she has a low point like all, well, she's had a low point like all the time. She wants to quit every day. Really? Um, she's like, well, not quit like that in the sense that she's like, why am I doing page 11? Like, you know, why? And I'm just like, your purpose is... I mean, there's so many people that need your purpose. Like, mm-hmm. they need you to really help them with their purpose. And she's like, well, nobody's listening. Nobody's doing this. Nobody's doing that. And I'm like, listen, somebody needs your help right now. Right. Somebody is in a position where they're ready to quit just like you. So she quits every day. But then after talking to her, she's like, okay, it makes, it makes sense. So mm-hmm. that's probably and honestly, I heard, um, I can't remember where I heard this from, but it was within the last couple of months. And it's kind of been in my head. Um one of my friends, I think, was speaking, and she said, your vision is always bigger than you. Mm. And ever since then, I'm like, okay, there's somebody. Like, even if I touch one person, like, there's somebody out here. And it's so Mm -hmm. funny that you said that. I don't even know if you saw, but we had a, I actually had an order come in before we came here today. Mm, And she wrote a note, and she, and it said um, something along the lines of, like, keep doing what you're doing. Like, never doubt yourself. And I don't even know who this person is, mm-hmm. but there's some people out there that are seeing me. They're taking, you know, what I'm saying. They're yes. actually learning from it, and I may never meet them, mm-hmm. but they're there. Right. <laughs> and so it's like I think with that, it's it's 
yes, you may get frustrated every day. Mm-hmm. And yes, you may want to quit every day. But there's uh, there's obviously somebody out here, you know, just focusing in on you. And mm-hmm. like she said, never quit. Like somebody, somebody's out here. I'm like, when I read it, I was like, somebody actually listening <laughs> to me. Yeah. So that's, that's probably one. And then uh, I think another low point is that like doing this financial, this debt-free process, um, we got to the point to where, you know, you're working so hard and just like, it's never like it's never gonna yeah. really go away, yeah. you know, type thing. <laughs> and then and then but it's funny, like as time passed, as we stayed on, you know, focused on our why, we look up fourteen months and sixty K is like gone. And so I think that was a low point saying, Oh man, we have, you know, eighty seven thousand dollars that we gotta pay off. Mm-hmm. Like that's that if if that don't like take the air out of you, mm-hmm. you know, because you, you think you just like stressful, you know, yeah, like, like eighty seven thousand dollars that I have to give outside of the normal stuff that I'm doing right now, mm-hmm. you know. So I think that was a super low point in realizing that something has to change, right? You know, so uh, that that was probably one of the the other low point that I can think of. And I think he's right with that one too, because I think with that one. Again, it was that mindset because we realized that at that point we were going to have to say no to a lot of things that we mm-hmm. want to say yes to. Right. And I think for me, especially, that was one of the, that was kind of hard because it was like, those are the things I want to say yes to are the things that help me feel whatever. Yeah. They, they help me exhale. Yes. <laughs> Going on vacations well, help me. Yeah. <laughs> I just need like just one new person. He's mm-hmm. like, you bring another person here. But it's just like, I just need to walk around Target. That's it. Just mm-hmm. let me walk through the Target and just buy whatever. Um, but it was like, those were those moments where it's like, I just need just that to make me feel whatever ounce of energy or excitement or happiness mm-hmm. or stress level or stress reliever or whatever it was. And it's like, now I'm going to have to say no. So how do I now (laughs) relocate, you know, Mm -hmm. re-evaluate how I can, you know, still get that feeling without spending money? Right. Because then I was like, okay, look, he's taking the money away. He's taking taking everything away. Like, what are you here for? Um, But it was was definitely in those first couple of months for sure stressful and a kind of a low point for both of us because we were working very, very hard. And Mm -hmm. even that time again came into play where we're working. We know what we're trying to get to. We see Mm -hmm. it. And it's just like, but I really just want to have a date night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then it was again, you know, trying to figure out, okay, we can still have a date night. But what if we do it at home? Right. <laughs> or Watch what if we exactly yeah. take in? And so That's we so again good. we had to reevaluate like, okay, we're still spending time together, but mm-hmm. think of it now from a different view. Mm-hmm. Think of it now. So, how can we spend time yeah. together? What are the what are the free events going yeah. on this weekend? Mm-hmm. We went what to, are the free uh, activities? High, one of the high school basketball games in our yeah. in our uh, city. So mm-hmm. that was just one of the things we just kinda hung out and saw the High school basketball games that was going on. That was pretty mm-hmm. cool. I mean, and we didn't know anybody. We didn't know anybody. We was like, "What that team? Oh, he yeah, good? Like, no, good. That's number two. Oh, he good? What's his mama? <laughs> Where's mama at? But we was so, out there rooting for you know rooting for local local kids in our community. That we had mm-hmm. no idea who they were, mm-hmm. but now we do. Right. And it's like now we kind of have you know follow the team or whatever. But it's so funny because that was something that um, I think my dad actually told us. He was like, "Yeah, when we were doing this. You know, we were trying to get a house and everything. We were just hanging out. We were going to high school basketball." It was three dollars, yeah. and it was cheaper than going to the Mavericks game. So he mm-hmm. was like, even though I wanted to go to the Mavericks game, we went to high school games. Mm-hmm. And he was like, and that's how you know we would do three dollars, get a hot dog, and you know that's a six dollar date right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Easy, exactly. And so it was, it was funny when I remember when he told me that because I was way younger when my dad told me that, and it was something I brought up to Josh, and he was like. Oh, I'm cool with that. I'm right. like, oh, sure. Because it's, really, <laughs> it's really more about the time than it is the actual thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
so you can sit in a you can sit in a very fancy restaurant and not talk. Mm-hmm. Or you can go to a six dollar game and you you talk, and it's better for you to go to that six dollar game right. than to go to a high end restaurant and be on your phones not looking at each other. Right. right. You know. So it it really everything that we're doing is specifically about the time, mm-hmm. about the engagement, mm-hmm. not where we are, right. what we're spending. Mm-hmm. You know. So I think that's where it gets misconstrued. It's fine. You know. I. We we went to a restaurant um, yesterday, which is fine. You know, we got a chance at a really nice restaurant yesterday, but mm-hmm. it wasn't really about the restaurants; more about us having time together, enjoying each other. Mm-hmm. Which the activity doesn't make mm-hmm. that; it's right. what you make of it, what y'all are doing at that activity or at that location. Mm-hmm. So so good. Okay, so I have to ask this because I need to get my life together. <laughs> <laughs> What do you say for those people who debt is going to be there regardless? You know, the hospital bills, they're going to get paid whenever. Um, this credit card bill going to get paid whenever. You know, some people feel like I'm going to die with this debt, so why worry about it now? What do you say to those people that have that type of mindset? Well, the first thing for me, um, and, and this is just my mindset, if I agree to do something if I assign something to do something morally for me it was like mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna fulfill my promise mm-hmm. right and that's just me personally number two um, many people say well this is gonna be there and that's and I and that goes back to the way I grew up right build that debt is gonna be there that is gonna you know and that's not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. That's not true at all, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Debt doesn't have to be there. You right. don't have to have a new car. You can have a car that you pay cash for and it still will get you around. You don't. And those things don't have to be there. But at the same time, people complain about, you know, about, oh, well, I can't get a house. I can't get a car. Well, that stuff that you decided that you didn't want to pay is now I affecting that, mm-hmm. you know. Or some people complain about, oh, well, you know, I don't have enough money to, to do this. Well, if you're paying, you know. A fifty dollar credit card bill, and you you know minimum payment fifty dollars, and you're paying a minimum payment of a medical bill twenty dollars. You know, and you keep adding those up. Now you have you know a thousand, two thousand dollars of small minimum payments that you're paying that could be not be there, sure. and that money could go back in your pocket, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I think it's um you know it's really kind of about like how you prioritize and how you want your you know how you want your life to look and mm-hmm. i don't want to see those things on my credit i don't want to see those right. things and i also exactly. don't want to pay those payments anymore mm-hmm. because after you're done with them they don't have meaning to you. you're just paying on something that you know you're just paying on something that you don't have anymore just get it out of the way mm-hmm. so you're not paying on it anymore you know it's like Get it done. Mm-hmm. Put that money back in your pocket. And I think everything that I do is all about figuring out how to put that money back in your pocket as opposed to, I'm going to go to job and ask for a raise. Mm-hmm. Why don't I just get rid of this debt and there's my $1,000 raise back in my pocket per month because That's I pay, so you know. Like so it's, it's really all about, you know, giving back to yourself without always having to ask for someone to do it for you, mm. you know. Such a good mindset. Well, I mean, my she next thing. Give my life to I mean, because my next thing is free advice. But you guys have given so much. Advice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is like being so great. I'm like stuck on all this knowledge, right? So, one free advice, if you could give, if there's a couple raising their child right now, that's like, you know, how can we balance our business and life and this and that. Or finances, or you know, trying to plan things. What type of advice would you guys give that person that's listening right now? 
Um, I think for me, my first thing would be, as she said, get started. Mm. That's number one, get Mm -hmm. started. And that means not only with the plan, but with the execution Mm. of the plan. Mm -hmm. So I I feel like a lot of people plan. A lot of people, oh, I'm going to start a business. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then all of a sudden, you know, you look three years down the line and they've done nothing. Yep. So I think there. everybody needs to move past the planning stage. So you need to for sure do the planning stage, but you need to move past the planning stage to start to execute. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think execution is like really the big thing for everybody. Mm-hmm. If you say you're going to do something, plan it and then do it. Mm-hmm. Like go ahead and don't waste time. Don't procrastinate. Do it. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll learn along the way, but do it. That's, that's kind of the biggest thing. You know, if you say you want to do something, Plan it and do it. That's really that's really all you know. Mm-hmm. All, uh, the biggest advice is, you know, spend less time talking about what you're going to do. Spend less time. Spend more time doing something. You better say something, Josh. <laughs> okay. How about you? Um, I think for me is to um, live authentically. Um, a lot of times we go into life or situations in life, marriages, motherhood, whatever it may, and we're looking at the next person. And mm-hmm. we're trying to replicate what we've seen. So true, right? Um, and a lot of times that's not what we really want. Mm-hmm. But it looks good. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Their marriage looks good, so I'm going to do my marriage like this. Mm-hmm. Their business looks great, so I'm going to go start a business like them. Right. And realistically, if you just stay in your lane, I know a lot of people say stay in your lane. But it really means if you are honestly in your lane mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're living authentically to what you feel true to, what you're passionate about, what you want to see out of life, it's so much easier. Right. <laughs> it is so much easier to live like that than to try to um, portray something that you're not mm-hmm. for many, many years. Right. And honestly, some people die portraying what <laughs> mm-hmm. they thought they wanted. Right. Um, so to me, it's just honestly live authentically. If, if that means you're doing seven different things at one time, do seven different things at one time. Mm-hmm. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't do seven different things at one time. Right. Because the same person telling you, you can't do seven different things probably isn't doing the one thing that they should be doing. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Like you said, the one thing they plan to do, they haven't even started it. Mm -hmm. So I think to me, it's just more so just living, living how you want to live and and not necessarily taking what society says is correct or Mm -hmm. looks good or may work for somebody else Mm -hmm. and trying to apply that to your life. Just live happily by your, you know, live happily in yourself and own what it is that you are authentically and everything else will fall into place. Yeah, I was going to say, and what's just kind of back up on hers is that you also have to realize that everybody that you think is going to support you may not support you. Mm-hmm. So you, yeah, too. exactly. Mm-hmm. So you have to do what you do and allow the support to just be authentic, mm-hmm. as she said, because if you try to make someone support you, then that's going to be more draining than you actually just letting natural, letting it naturally happen. And when it naturally happens, you can't stop it. Mm. Nobody can stop it. Uh-huh. When somebody is naturally just, if you just have a personality that everybody's just naturally attracted to, uh-huh. nobody can stop it. No uh-huh. matter how much somebody say, oh, he's a, you know, I don't, I don't like him. Or I, right. If it's just natural that people like your personality, nobody can stop it. So if you're uh-huh. naturally doing what you, you know, authentically want to do, then the people that should be there, the people that want to be there, the people that are really want to. It may not, it, you know, it may be strangers. It may be mm-hmm. people that you don't even know. Like she said, mm-hmm. people buying her stuff that she doesn't even know. Right. It may be those people, mm-hmm. you know, that that really say, hey, like, you know, encourage you or say, hey, like, mm-hmm. I want I want to be a part of this because 
I see your vision. I mm-hmm. see your, you know, so you kind of have to be okay with people not supporting you that you think should support you. You have to be okay with that. And if they come, that that's just icing on the cake. But if they don't, you don't have you don't need to let that stop you. Mm-hmm. So you need to be focused on what you authentically want to be and letting it genu- genuinely happen. And I got, you know, a little two piece on that too because I want to thank you. excuse me at the conference I was like yeah you know I'm a a podcaster and this this, and that and I explained what this season was going to be about she came to me and she was like I want to be on your podcast me and my husband we're going to be on your podcast (laughs) (laughs) and I was like you know to me that just helps me continue to do this Mm -hmm. because when people come to me and be like oh Brie I like this this this, and that it's like oh y'all believe in me Mm -hmm. when they when I get responses like that when people call me hey Brie what you got this season I want to be on there or Mm -hmm. I know somebody else that want to be on there that will you know help out with the podcast or you know can relate to that series and when you say like being authentic, I don't know who else to be outside of Brianna. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's the only person I show up as. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you act like somebody else, it's harder to do that. Yes. So <laughs> I feel like with that, I feel like that's something that everybody should take heed to. Because if you be yourself, that's what people will believe in first mm-hmm. versus outside of that. Mm-hmm. Y'all done gave out some you good sleep stuff well today. Too. You sleep well that way. <laughs> yeah, you do. Because yeah. you don't stress so much. Yeah, like, yeah. <sighs> Well, I gotta wake up, and you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like a, yeah, I gotta go wake up. I gotta <laughs> put eight, you know, I gotta put eight pounds of makeup on mm-hmm. because this is the only way they know me. It's not right. really the real me, you know. Maybe for you, it's comfortable to put one pound, mm-hmm. you know, and if that's comfortable for you to do, mm-hmm. then that's what you do, right. you know, and let people kind of you know it, it authentically be attracted to that. So good, y'all. Okay. <laughs> so, do you guys have any upcoming events, anything of that nature? What's next? Um, we are going to be um, speaking at uh, the Manifest um, Conference. Oh. Or, what is it? And for the culture? Yes. Nice, nice. Um, so, we'll be speaking there, um, I think it's March 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll actually be doing a segment um, about finances. Good, good. <laughs> um, so, we'll be talking about, um, I think it's under the segment of... Um, there's food at There's home. There's food at home. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be exactly. <laughs> now. Um, so we will be there March first. Um, we'll both be there for that. Um, but other than that, like I said, we're just gonna be trying to get an event together for both mm-hmm. of us and kind of bring both of our um, um, customer bases together and try to teach you know just organization and finances. So hopefully something coming up in the spring from both of us as a joint venture. <laughs> Great. Okay. How can people keep up with you guys as far as websites, handlers, all that good stuff? Um, so my website is um, www.page11papergoods. That's all spelled out. Um, also, my um, IG and Facebook is also at page11papergoods. And then and um, mine's is uh, thepennylounge.com. Um, Instagram at thepennylounge. So T-H-E-P-E-N-N-Y-L-O-U-N-G-E. So the Penny Lounge and everything is on there. If you want to sign up for the program, if you want to look up events, uh, we're on Facebook also, the Penny Lounge. Um, so, yeah, we share information, you know, basic information about finance and feel free to follow us, sign up for the program, chat, set up a consultation. We'd love to help you get that you know process started or get the thinking about it at least. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. They done gave out some information. I hope y'all taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> $60,000. They're free. Uh, 
they done gave out some stuff today. <laughs> okay, so um, as far as how I close things out, it's called a motivational moment. Mm-hmm. It may be a quote that came across that I really liked or um, scriptures, verses, anything of that nature that really caught my eye. Um, I'll talk about it, bring it up on here, say what, meant, what it meant to me, mm-hmm. and then what it means for you guys. Okay. Now, this may sound familiar to you because I actually stole it from you. Because I was like, oh, that was good. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I'm not sure who is it by, but this is definitely Alicia's quote. All process takes place outside your comfort zone. That sound familiar? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I'm going to say it again just for you guys to hear it again. All process takes place outside your comfort zone. And so, when I first um, saw this and read it, I thought about what I'm going through right now. Um, you know, being uncomfortable with not having a paycheck coming in every two weeks, being secure, knowing that these bills are going to get paid. It's I'm right where you are right now. If I do not work, I do not eat. If I don't go out here doing these interviews or doing media or whatever the case may be, I do not eat. And so that's the process. That's the only way I'm going to be able to look back and be thankful for these moments, right? You know, with this, I'm walking with God. I'm, you know, trying to be obedient. This is what he wants me to do. I want to walk in those steps. You know, if you walk in faith, everything is going to be okay. And so when I read that, I'm like, there's a process to everything, but you have to be uncomfortable to do it. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean for you guys? So it's definitely um, (laughs) something I always tell myself, honestly, but, um, it means exactly what you said. Um, <laughs> if you if you stay in a position of being comfortable, mm-hmm. then where are you growing? Right. If if nothing makes you uncomfortable, then where do you develop? Mm-hmm. So um, just a little snippet for me: um, when I first started my business, I like I'm a, a I'm very much an introverted extrovert. So I'm completely social when it comes to people I know like mm-hmm. I can you can throw me in a room I'm probably gonna be the loudest one there like I'm <laughs> the life of the party and then when it comes to networking I don't know people I have to go out and like say you know hi I'm Alicia I'm page 11 mm-hmm. like I'm not doing it like right. I, at the very beginning I was like not gonna happen mm-hmm. um but at the same time I knew that I had to do that I had to right. put myself in positions so I would sign up for events Mm-hmm. or um, networking things where I knew I had to speak to people and I know that it was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable even signing up for it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I have to push myself to be in these right. positions to now be able to talk in front of people, to now be able to walk up to you and say, hey, girl, I'm going to be on your podcast. <laughs> because I never would have did that. I would have mm-hmm. been like, oh, okay, that's one of the podcast, but if she don't ask me, I ain't going to say nothing. <laughs> like, I just wouldn't do it. And mm-hmm. so um, just putting yourself in a position to grow. Mm-hmm. And even if it's something small, like you said, even if, if you, you're having to go through something um that you don't necessarily see the end right um and it may be uncomfortable now you may be uncomfortable even thinking about future because you're not sure mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. at the same time when you do hit to get to that point you're gonna be like oh my god like everything I went through yep grew me right. in some shape form or fashion mm-hmm. and so it's really just telling people like don't always stay in what seems comfortable mm-hmm. um and that may be a job that may be a relationship that may be a city I know a lot of people stay you know I grew up here I ain't leaving it's mm-hmm. like just go out just a little bit and see you know what else is out there Mm -hmm. because you never know because something that you may be asking for may be right on the other side of the door Mm -hmm. but if you never open that door to being uncomfortable you're never gonna see it and so that's why I say like the progress part is 
you know, you're never you're not gonna develop and grow as a person if you always stay stagnant. Mm. Um, I'll keep it short and simple. And for me, it's uh, being uncomfortable makes you desperate and it makes you hungry. Mm. Right. And when you get desperate and hungry, then you are going to go out and make it happen. Mm -hmm. And if you have no choice, then and it's this is the, uh, you know, if you're scratching and clawing, if you have no choice, you're going to do whatever it takes. And it kind of many times it energizes you differently because you don't have it guaranteed. Mm hmm. So when you don't have it guaranteed, you now get desperate. You now get hungry. And when you're hungry and you're desperate, you're going out looking for food. And you're going to be, you know, and you're going to be scavenging as much as you can. You're going to be asking people, hey, how can I eat? Mm -hmm. What, you know, you know, where can I get something from? You're going to be talking to people more. You're going to just be trying to figure out, okay, I I have to find my way. Mm -hmm. Nobody is giving me the way. I have to find my way. So now that point you start to learn you start to grow because nobody is giving it to you you're actually taking that information and turning it into whatever you need it to be if it's income if it's knowledge you're taking it and turning it into something that will help excel you and i think that's the biggest thing is that 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 um being desperate and that that really that hunger Mm -hmm. is is like even more when when nobody's giving you anything that's right Oh, the jewels. Okay. <laughs> well, that is it, everybody. Did you guys have any more tidbits? Anything else? No? Nope. This it. was a great episode. Thank so this you. is episode number seven with Brianna Javon, Josh and Alicia in the building. Uh, make sure you guys, you know, follow them, you know, support them in any type of way. They gave you guys their handlers, their websites, all the above. So keep up with them. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with What's Good Podcast. Um, Morning, night, evening, wherever you're listening to this, have a great one. Hey guys, for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram at what's good underscore podcast or my personal account b.javon underscore. Javon is spelled J-O-V-A-H-N. You can catch me on Twitter, what's good underscore pod C for Charlie. And then you can also catch me on Facebook at What's Good Podcast. Uh, Make sure that you subscribe and also leave reviews for me to also see. And I can also respond back to you guys. Let me know what you're thinking of the podcast and any updates. Thank you. Have a good one.